Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're back here in the AMR studio, taking up to noon today, a full morning show as the Padres and Rockies get set. Not too many tweets coming in on hashtag PadresSH. I guess all our fans may be still sleeping. So Can't tweet in the AM. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. So to give us something to talk about, we brought in this guy, AJ Castavell, MLB.com beat writer for the Padres, making, we talked in spring training, but making your in-stadium, your Petco Park social hour studio set mm-hmm. debut. Yeah, they say spring spring stats don't count. Well, no. spring social hour appearances don't count. I'll right. count this one as my as my real debut. This is your rookie debut. Uh, hopefully it. the pressure and the bright lights don't get to you. But, uh, yeah, let's talk some Padres. Well, first let's talk the beat. You took over for Corey Brock, who nine years on the beat made a lot of friends. A lot of people really respected him. Uh, anybody missing him, like giving you hate tweets, like you're – you know, we just don't like you. Or do people love you? <laughs> like, hey, you're better than Corey. Has it gone one way or the other it's so far? A, it's impossible not to miss Corey because he was such a such a presence. But uh, so far, I've gotten all positive responses from the fans. It's been it's been fun. Uh, Corey is is still working for MLB.com, and I right. still I still work with him on occasion. So uh, that's that's kind of fun. It uh, is May the Fourth be with you day. So he's kind of like Obi Wan coming back from the other side to guide you through your. Jedi, Jedi warrior. Yeah. yeah, not a Star Wars guy, but I get that. I get okay, that nice. Yeah, that's a Star Wars 101. Um, no, so let's ask you, I mean, about this team. Obviously, you have been covering them since Peoria, and you've been here now for this whole regular season. Do you know what this team is yet? Because we're having a hard time figuring them out. They're just so inconsistent. Do you have a finger on the pulse of what this Padres team is? No, and it's. I, I think the whole division, no one really has a finger on the pulse of, of what any of the five teams are. Uh, the Padres obviously had settled down a little bit from that fir- those first couple weeks where it was shut out and then 16 runs and then shut out. Uh, it, it's it's kind of settled a little bit, but there's so many injuries too, yeah. and a l- with a lot of those injuries, we don't know kind of where they are in in terms of getting back from those injuries, and that'll go a long way toward telling us what we have with these Padres. Yeah, one guy we know that's gone for a while now is Robbie Erlin. I mean, that's that's just really a bad news it's a it's a it's a terrible break for a young guy that's already been what hurt twice and then really impressed his first couple of outings this year and now he's gone for a whole year 14 months for Tommy John surgery uh, I mean do the Padres even remotely count on him for 2017 or what do you do with a guy like that yeah I, obviously he needs to he hasn't even yet figured out when he's getting the surgery or where or with who but uh, I think they kind of hope maybe mid 2017 uh, 14 months being the 
the yeah. what being the possible return. Uh, it's it's really a tough break because, like you said, he looked really good in those first two starts. You have to kind of throw the third one out because his velocity was way down as a result of that elbow injury. Uh, we spoke with him yesterday. He's obviously kind of kind of visibly disappointed, disheartened yeah. with the news. He's got to be. But he's uh, uh, every other year for the last. This is the, this will be the third time he's dealt with elbow trouble. So if you want to try and put a positive light on it, it'll it's he can kind of get it out of the way and not really have to worry about the elbow maybe acting up again in the future. Yeah, just go back to square one with it and start fresh. That's what yeah we had mentioned yesterday. Well, yeah, silver lining. It's tough to pull one out of Tommy John surgery, but right. that's one to take. Sometimes you come back throwing harder. After yeah. Tommy John surgery, too, there's a second silver lining. Yeah, so uh, we'll see with him. Uh, you're on this, you're on the road with this team too, and you see, you know, talk to guys like Robbie after situations like yesterday. But you're pretty much embedded with these guys. It's was a lot of new names and faces getting thrown together in spring training. How are you seeing them coalescing so far in the clubhouse through the slumps, through some of the good times? What kind of group is this that you're seeing from your reporters' eyes? Yeah, and it. People say it all the time, we don't get too high, don't get too low. That's kind of been the M.O. with this Padres team because they, they've certainly had every possibility to get too high and too low, too low mm -hmm. after the first series, too high after scoring 29 runs yeah. in the next two games after that. Uh, and that's a, that's a mantra you really need as a baseball team because it, it is a long season. I mean, to go again with the cliche, it is a marathon. Uh, not so a sprint. <laughs> it's not a sprint. Uh, it's not a sprint yet. It will be in September, yeah. but we're a long way away from that. Uh, so they've they've kind of taken that mindset, which uh, I, it's. I mean, that's that's what you need. Andy uh, Green hit the uh, hit his introductory press conference out of the ballpark. I mean, when he first showed up, I mean, he lit everybody up at his first press conference, and everybody I think liked him right off the bat. How has he handled his team? From what you've seen, how has he handled the media? How has he handled everything that goes along with being a first-year manager? He's been great. I think one of the things that stuck out to me was after the San Francisco series, after the, the, the third game when they got swept last week, uh, it, it could have kind of been time for some people to panic, and his response was he was, he was clearly upset with, with the results, but it was, hey, things can kind of turn on a dime in baseball. You just have to keep working. And, and over the past week, I mean, they're only lost. Since then, their only loss is – a Clayton Kershaw gem. Kershaw. So I think that's that's part of the the presence that he has. He's also he's he, he's never content. Uh, he, he said uh, after they had beaten L.A. on on Saturday night to win their first series in Los Angeles in three years, he said, "Well, hey, now now we want to sweep." Uh, yeah. I, I, they didn't get that, and he was he was upset that they didn't put together better at bats against Clayton Kershaw. Now some managers would kind of say, "Hey, it's Clayton Kershaw," but he he wants to beat the best, and I think that kind of that kind of mindset is only a is only a good thing for a team. And one thing you told us in spring training, and Andy loves these things too, advanced stats, that you're a big guy incorporating that into it. I think you have Derek Norris's exit below tattooed somewhere on your body. That seems <laughs> to be your favorite stat so far. Hmm. But uh, any other good stats that you think tell the story of this season so far well, for the Padres? Yeah, so, so the two kind of advanced stats I've been – I've been working with so far. The one is Derek Norris's exit velocity. It, it has gone down a little bit in, re in a couple days, in the last couple days. Uh, but if he can stop striking out, the numbers would seem to indicate that he'll kind of put it together at the plate. The other one is Ryan Buchter's spin rate. Yeah. Now I've talked about that a little <laughs> bit. Uh, now Ryan Ryan Buchter's. Uh, what do you mean he's going to be a figure skater someday? Exactly. Oh, yes. Okay. The spin yeah. rate of his fastball. I no, see. So, so the spin rate of fastball, basically how many revolutions uh, per minute. They have ways to wow. track this kind of stuff. 
essentially what it says is, and none of this is none of this is new. It's just we have new ways of qualifying it. It's when people say there's late life on a fastball. Well, generally those fastballs have a higher spin rate. So uh, with with Bookter, his fastball is precisely the league average in velocity. Uh, he throws at 92.2 miles per hour on average, but he's getting guys to swing and miss. I think he has 19 strikeouts this season, and 18 of them have come with his four-seam so fastball, which is the rate, average. The spin rate is what's getting it done that's, for him. That's part of it. I mean, part of it is, uh, and a Andy Green will say it's it's his uh, just his his desire to attack. He he doesn't really mess around, and uh, and Ryan Bookter himself kind of backed that up. He says, I don't really want to. I'm not going to waste a pitch ever. He looks uh, good. He's yeah. looking good right now. I like the lefty. Uh, one advanced stat that we don't like is one for that we can all see and understand, and that is the fact that the Padres are 0-8 in the final game of a series I this thought it year. advanced. That's just a plain that's old saying. stat. Yeah. That's just a plain not old good. deal. And, of course, that's what faces them today as they try to get the sweep against the Rockies. I, I can't imagine that's anything but a coincidence right now, isn't it? It's got to be a coincidence. I mean – 0 and 8. I, f I feel like maybe you get three or four more of those, then it's then the sample size is big enough. But it's it's so, it's still so early. I yeah. mean, we're a month into the season, yeah. so I, I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Yeah, and might be the brooms today. Uh, we can't let you go without some Game of Thrones talk. So I got to ask you: Is, ah. is Bran Stark the Will Myers of this season for Game of Thrones? You think? Is Bran Stark the Will Myers? How so? Now that he, he's back and he's kind of was on the shelf for it. a while, couldn't really get in his groove, yeah. but now could be a real kind of game changer yeah. moving forward. I think that's, that's a pretty good analogy because uh, we're going to see a lot of things happen this season that are a result of Brand's presence. Right. And we may see a lot of things happen this season that are a result of, of Will Myers being healthy. Yeah, so far with his bat. I agree sure. with him wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> Chris has no idea what we're talking about, so we'll have to end it there. AJ. Big week for Brand this week, I think. I'm huge week, it. yeah, and huge week for Will. He had the the go ahead or the game tying RBI yesterday, and maybe Brand Stark can return the favor. AJ Castle, thanks so much for swinging by, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It won't be the last time, so get used to this. <laughs> all right, calling all casual wine drinkers and connoisseurs, Padres Wine Fest, presented by Southwest Airlines, returns this Friday before the Padres take on the Mets at 7.40. Sample wines from local and regional wineries, and don't miss the assortment of Maui Jim sunglasses available. Get tickets at Padres.com party. Padres Social Hour comes right back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.